Day after day, in the temple courts and from house to house, they never stopped teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. These were words written about the earliest Christian community based in Jerusalem and written about in Acts of the Apostles, chapter 5 and verse 42. Today, Christians all around the world still live as part of communities. They practice their faith together, they support one another, and try to live lives like Jesus of Nazareth. Welcome to the Bible Feed podcast, a place for conversations about the Bible and faith in the modern world. Our last few episodes have been more focused on biblical content. We've been discovering Jesus in Matthew's Gospel. We've looked at a prophecy about Tyre and explored the biblical meaning of the word soul. But for this episode, we'd like to switch to an aspect of faith in the modern world. Faith in real-life situations in the here and now. In this episode, Josh Dean and Kat Hayes discuss what it means to be a believer as part of a community. And in particular, they reflect on how members of Christian communities responded to the pandemic and what can be learned from that as things return slowly to some kind of normality. So, let's get started. Welcome everyone. Today we're thinking about the believer and community. Uh, My name's Josh and I've got Kat with me here. Hi Kat. Hi Josh, how are you? I'm very well. How are things with you? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Wonderful. So the the subject today is the believer and the community. And we're thinking about, uh, obviously, the changes that have happened since lockdown, because what it looks like um, to to be a believer probably looks a bit different, because lots of people might be familiar with church going, you know, maybe on a a Sunday morning, something like that, Uh, going to a building, spending some time with other people who believe similar things to you, all sorts of different activities might come to mind, but things have been uh, a bit different. But but cast your mind back to before the pandemic, before the lockdown. What kind of stuff um, did did you do on a on a week to week basis with other people who uh, who believe similar things to you? So I moved to Watford about six years ago. I'd lived in Cardiff for maybe fifteen years, mm-hmm. and actually, what I'd say was really nice straight up was being part of the Christadelphian community. Um, a few people that I'd grown up with a long, long time before got in touch with me and just having that nice connection to people in Watford to be able to turn up, friendly faces and yeah. get involved. Um, informal sort of events that we, we get involved in. So at Watford we have weekends away, so we right. all get to go and spend a weekend together in a, let's call it basic accommodation, sure. Josh, for the, for the purposes of this. But again, you know, it's just a lovely time sort of a way together, just um, some Bible studies, some walks, some Mm. craft activities. And I think what's really nice about that is the family feel. So, you know, it's everybody from the elderly members right through to people with young children and babies. And there's just something for everything. And it's just nice to spend that time together as a family. Um, I guess I also found people then that I connected with maybe closer as friends so I have a Thursday night club with actually Josh's wife Becky and um, another lady and I'd say the three of us in any other circumstance probably wouldn't have met mm-hmm. we're from very different walks of life but actually for us it's a really important monthly 
meet up that we get to spend time we have food and we just kind of chat about anything maybe we don't want to talk about with you know in a wider kind of discussion and I think we've all found that really really valuable one of the things I'd say about the Christadelphian community is we love food. So uh-huh. often uh, food-related events, it might be lunch after a service. Yeah. It might be, um, I think it's probably the week just before lockdown, the first lockdown. We had everybody or whoever wanted to come over to our house and we just um, put on some food, did a reading, went, some people went for a walk. And it's just open up, opening up your house for people. Yeah. Um, just... I guess having that sort of time together that's not in like say a formal meeting room but just a chance just to spend time together right okay so there's I guess there's different scales that you sort of talked about it there's the kind of the network you know between locations you move from one place to another but there was a a connection that someone else might have had the sort of the friend of a friend idea and then when you're you're in a physical location uh, we're, we're, we're both living in Watford um, you you meet people who may be very different to you, yeah. but physically there's some sort of um, proximity in terms of geographically where you live. But then, how have things changed then, possibly with the with with the pandemic? Um, obviously, you could travel and you could visit friends yeah. and family before you could go further afield in that sense. But uh, what kind of things have um, have have stopped happening? Mm. Uh, big scale or small scale? Um, because of the lockdown and has there anything that sort of started is there anything new that's come along to uh, to replace any of those things so i guess our disclaimer here is josh and i actually live in a commune together so there's well five of us and um, but four have stayed together for the um since march last year march, march yeah. 2020 commune is a grand word it's just a, <laughs> it's a house with a community more... we all just live together yes, we want yeah. it to sound fancy <laughs> So I think for us, um, as, a, as a group of four, it was quite an interesting experience. So we, we kind of just did it for various reasons and then went into lockdown about two weeks having moved in together. Yeah. But actually for us, I think that gave us a, a sense of community in the house together. Mm. You know, a lot of people I know have been on their own and have really struggled. But I think for us, it gave us a nice basis of just having company yeah. for, um, I guess, a year and a half now of essentially a lockdown and I think by you know we could never have planned it but by circumstance that happened and I think it's probably worked out well for us just you know I was living on my own before we moved in so we'd never have known this was coming but to have people around during that time I think has been quite important for us and I guess and I've got a lot of friends who maybe are on their own or in different circumstances so I think in terms of changes it made you probably more aware of where you maybe needed to help people so one of my friends and I, she lives in Birmingham, but we would walk together, so virtually. So we'd phone each other on a Saturday morning for nine o'clock and just sort of we'd walk our own kind mm. of routes, but just being really mindful then that she was on her own and just giving her someone to sort of chat to, having, you know, spent, and she was um, not working for some of it, so just giving her that time and somebody to sort of chat to. Um, I guess, I know for us in Watford, there's been quizzes and things like that that people can join. Um, but yeah, I suppose a lot of that community feel did sort of feel it has sort of paused. It's very, very different. Mm. But I, there's still some real positives in it in the way people have looked after each other. So, 
you know, people around Watford have kind of messaged each other, have made sure people are okay. Hopefully Josh won't mind me saying he actually had COVID in January. And the amount of people that were messaging us and were saying, do you need anything? With people dropping around carrots and milk and all the essentials. The but yeah, but you know, and suddenly just like that overnight, we can't leave the house. Mm. Again, it's that community sense of how can we help? How can we get stuck in? I think as a house, we did that for others as well. Um, just being mindful, you know, people that maybe were more vulnerable or older couldn't leave their houses when we, you know, we live near enough to shops to be able to pick up, you know, emergency things for people. Mm. I think that's when you see it's a different community. It's not all being able to be together, but there's actually a really nice caring aspect that people showed to all of us. I think we showed it to others and I think we certainly felt it here. Yeah, it's it's interesting, I think. To, to think about yeah the, the examples of the, the stuff you uh, you talked about so buying food and, and, and taking it to to others and looking out for um for people who have a variety of different needs and because of the the situation that people find found themselves in that's what being part of a religious community looked like in in, in instead of we all you know dress a certain way and we all go to a certain building on a um, yeah. on a Sunday morning at a certain time and do do certain things instead um because of uh, because of what uh, uh, what has happened things change and and people change but the the, the links and the community still s- stays the same um even if the uh, the activities and what they're what they're focused on doing and how they uh, how they interact in this case due to the pandemic is uh, is forced to change Just, I know, I know you've 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 travelled around um, when when travelling was uh, <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, those uh, <laughs> seems like so long ago. Um, but uh, and I know you visited um, other Christadelphian um, uh, ecclesias, communities, groups of believers. Um, uh, well, up and down this country and in other countries mm. as well. Um, are there any um, things that sort of stay the same uh, no matter where you go, or are are things sort of based on the location that they're in and things like that and so you know almost everything is different when you arrive somewhere new i think if i just talk for the uk i think Mm -hmm. there's so many similarities generally everyone's very friendly people are very welcoming um like i said as a community very hospitable Mm -hmm. people will always open up their homes to people um so i think that i've always found I think with everything, Josh, it's what you put into it. You know, you can turn up and sit silently in the corner or mm-hmm. you can engage and chat to people. And obviously then, you know, you do get more out of it. And it, it does take time to get to know people on different levels. But yeah, for sure, everywhere I've been, very similar, you know, the formal services, there's always probably something in the week. There's often, I'm not a sports person, as you well know, but, you know, there's often football teams, mm-hmm. there's sports teams, you know, whatever in that area people like as a sport. But actually, you've reminded me, when I was 18, my friend and I flew to America. And actually, we'd never been. um, We landed in Los Angeles and a family just came to meet us and we just stayed with them for three weeks um, Mm. in America. And to try and explain that to your friends at school at 18, that, yeah, I'm just going to go and meet strangers. (laughs) But actually, for us, there's a real 
sense of safety yeah. and it's quite interesting that's quite normal for us we'd often go away at kind of to youth weekends at sort of 16 wouldn't even give it a second thought yeah. and it's only when you're trying to explain it to a friend at school they're like but you don't know these people yeah. you don't even know what they look like and this was <laughs> bear in mind my age before the days of facebook and you wouldn't even have physically seen that person sure. they're there with a banner at the airport yeah. saying welcome <laughs> felt completely safe completely normal. like i said the just people opening up their homes is such a big thing, I think, of the community. Yeah, no, that <laughs> reminds me of almost the exact same thing, but just a different place. I uh, had a year out studying in Argentina, and so that's a 15-hour flight. There are a few other people from my university who also were studying there. And then the first weekend after we all landed, you know, we, we all thought, well, they all thought that we were the only people that knew each other from from our group. And I said, oh, actually, I'm actually going to meet someone. I'm going to go get on a bus yeah. for eight hours and uh, <laughs> meet up with someone in uh, in a place called Cordoba. And they were like, well, how, how do you know anyone here? Yeah. And I said, well, I haven't actually met them before. Um, and uh, I only know someone who knows someone who knows them. But um, but yes, you're right. There, there was no, I don't know, there was no fear or trepidation in it no. in my mind. Um I, I was thinking before this, uh, one of the reasons I think possibly um, that uh, that is a quality um, that you find everywhere is because of the example of Jesus mm-hmm. who, um, who, who welcomed uh, people who went out of uh, his way to, to interact with people um, and... Uh, who 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 may well not have been um, you know first on 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 many people's invite lists, um, and so I, I'm thinking of um, a specific verse in in Romans chapter fifteen verse seven verse seven says therefore welcome one another just as Christ also welcomed you to the glory of God because um, uh, we are uh, part of this uh, believing community because we have faith in Jesus of Nazareth um, we try to emulate his actions. Um, in some ways, and because we were welcomed and um, forgiven and 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 introduced to to God's plan of salvation, we should similarly sort of pay that on and, and put that into practice mm. in 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 how we organise things or how we think about other people. But I mean, I'm I'm interested in something you said um, uh, earlier, where you talked about the um, the group that you you meet up with uh, on a Thursday, and you said that you know you're di- you're from different walks of life. Very different ages, different ages, um, different backgrounds in some sort of sense. But there's the there's at least one com- thing in common that you have, and I mean I'm interested in that sort of idea that through through uh, through being part of a of a believing community, you interact with people who otherwise you wouldn't have uh, come into contact with. Now that's true of you know you go to work and you meet with people that you otherwise probably wouldn't have met yeah. up with, or you join a, a club because you you know you love playing chess so much or something like that and you meet other chess aficionados but um do you think the the church is different in some sort of way that your mm. the the net is slightly wider cast in some sense that you're you're meeting people who are possibly more varied in in, in backgrounds definitely so i think you know, I've worked in, um, I've mis- recently moved roles, but before that was 10 years in my previous role mm-hmm. or company. And I think, yeah, you get to know people. But it, and, you know, certainly in the role I do when you're going through difficult um, you know, restructures or, or kind of conversations with people, you tend to work quite closely with it, maybe a manager, and you will sure. build quite a strong relationship from that. Yeah. And I think 
with the the Christophan community, like you say, is that um, having the same beliefs and almost values and I think it's hard to say in the sense, obviously there's people you're always going to get better on, get on better with than others. Sure, yeah. So I think there's, you know, that's something you always have to accept. Um, and actually when you were talking, it reminded me of someone I heard speak years ago and she always said, you're going to have your close friends and that's great. But when you're at a big event, make sure that you speak to the other people. You can always catch up with your friends at any time. Mm-hmm. So a bit like th- this Thursday group, yeah. we connect kind of out of the formal meeting so that it's you know people don't feel left out of that right but I think particularly that the three of us it's it's hard to put your finger on but it's something about just being able to be quite um what's the, not open but just vulnerable maybe so okay. things and conversations that you maybe wouldn't feel comfortable with a bigger group or with certain people we've just been able to open and I think once you start that it builds and grows so yes you know we will have a meal together but also it is that conversation and it it really is it's just things that maybe we've been thinking about for a while or it's quite intense in that respect you know it might be like how was your day but actually we get very quickly into I've been thinking about this or I've heard about you know this and I just really want to kind of bounce ideas around and get views from two completely different people to each other and to me part part of that i think maybe two two things are one we don't have well, well in our community we often talk about you know quite big heavy topics so we talk about forgiveness we talk about faithfulness we talk about you know justice and mercy and how you balance the two and and what examples do we see in um in the biblical record about that that can help us inform the decisions we make in in our lives um so you know oftentimes we're, we're dealing with pretty heavy stuff on a regular basis with with uh, with 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 people um alongside us and then that alongside us bit is our second point that there's no there's a there's an equality amongst the members in terms of how easy it is to to join for want of a better word in that no one is part of our community because of you know how much money they make or because of how strong their cv is or or, or something um uh, along those lines it's their it's their faith it's their their interest and their um their fidelity to the to the example of jesus and wanting to um, to to spend time with others who are also trying to to learn and to to live faithful lives, um, lives of service, whatever it uh, whatever it might be. But there's no um, hierarchy, I suppose. That's why when you were saying that, that's what came to me. I think with work, no matter how people try not to, it, uh, yes, it just is. And I think you know, and if we think about our group of friends, none of us sit really talking about what we do for a living. We're not. Mm-hmm. It, it's the conversation is just much more personal about you as an individual. Yeah. And I, for me, that's quite important because I don't think that is that doesn't form who we are as a person. Whereas sometimes sure. at work, it, it's always there. It's always a bit underlying. Yeah, even but if I, it's unsaid. Yeah, yeah, but I think in the, in sort of the kind of Christian community, it's removed quite significantly. I with the people I've found. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, uh, yes, yeah, I suppose, yeah, your, your mileage may vary in different places, but 
yeah, uh, alongside that, yeah, the hierarchy thing. Similarly, the the money aspect, I think, separates it from other sorts of activities that yeah. uh, that people might do or that I might do. That there's no, you know, there's no payment to to get in. There's no price yeah. for admission, um, and nor is anyone else gaining or benefiting in a monetary sense from from me being there. You know, my mm. um, uh, yeah, my, my personal data isn't being sold for advertising yeah. <laughs> or, or, or or whatever it might be. It's true. There's no qualifications. There's no y- yes. um, you know, particular background. You can just turn up. Yes, yeah, so you don't have to come. You know, supplied with specific references. Or CV. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Here's my cover yeah. letter. Um, I'd like to. Uh, yeah, I'd like to share in a meal. Um, yeah, which and again, again, you know, we could uh, we could look for 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 parallels. You know. Jesus again and again in the Gospels is is either being invited to meals or sharing meals or or asking to um, participate in meals. I'm thinking of Zacchaeus, you know, um, someone who's a who's a tax collector who, yeah, although he does have a, a position of authority, it's a sort of a resented position of authority for a yeah. lot of people. Jesus willingly wants to go and spend time with him and the people of his household, and you know, other people are sort of um, uh, shocked and taken aback by this. But 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 again and again, you see examples where the idea of lots of different people coming to coming around um, to to get closer to Jesus in some sort of sense, who come from very very different di- very different backgrounds um, and from very different uh, strata in society. That was a bit more uh, it was a bit more clear then than it is now. But um, but yes, the, the the types of practices, the the activities, the mm. those sorts of things that you've talked about don't have. Yeah, a um, a gatekeeper sort of standing in there checking people as they're coming in and and, and coming out. I suppose coming back to the back to the to the pandemic and the uh, and the changes you've talked about some of those as as you sort of look forwards as we're let's say we're coming out of the the, the lockdown. It always well, well, yes we're, we're, we we shall see whether whether things change once again. But let's say we are. Are there any things that you think will change? Or anything that you think actually would be really good to to get that back up and going. Some things might stay the same. Some things might change. Or do you think it will just sort of be a we'll go back to the way things were done before? Have we learned any lessons? I guess from from this sort of time broadly. Hopefully, I think when you, one thing that came to mind actually was um, over the last maybe three months. So a couple of my friends and I, we do um, a class together once a week. Mm-hmm. So we're all from, so you've got myself in Watford, someone in Birmingham, and then um, a couple over in Norfolk in Kings Lynn. And again, a very mix of ages. And we started doing this weekly class. Um, and again, it really open. We can talk about anything all online. Yeah. And that wouldn't have happened I don't think if the if we hadn't been in lockdown and that we were all sort of looking for something else um, from a Bible study perspective. But I would like to think that could continue. I think what it has done in lockdown is opened up opportunities to meet with people from sort of slightly further afield. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously positives and negatives to that. You know, you don't, on a Sunday service, you could join somewhere else because you're dialing in, joining on Zoom, you're not physically going to a location. And I think that's, got some benefits you get to experience different meet different people I am I think looking forward uh, to getting back and actually meeting people face to face I think you know even from a work context we've we've moved to virtual meetings video calls but I, you can't really get the same benefit as meeting people face to face just everything from seeing the emotion the kind of uh, reactions and that sort of side of things I, I think you get 
better relationships from face to face. Um, so I am looking forward to being able to sort of physically join back together and meet people. Um, I, I, it'll be an interesting one to see, I think. Like I said, I'd, I'd hope there's some of the things we've started doing online, like I said, with maybe more distance that we can continue to do. But I think what is also important is your local community mm. um, and getting that group and sort of focusing on that immediate uh, group rather than you know rushing off and trying to visit every friend around the country again. Uh, I think that was one of the, my big realisations of lockdown is how fortunate we are in Watford to have a group of people that really looked after each other. And you have to obviously give back to that as well. And I think sometimes you can drift in and out a little bit and, you know, because we have all sort of got friends and family all, all over the place. Uh, and I think that would be quite important to make sure that people do feel they want to and are able to come back and, and be together. Mm. Well, Kat, that is a great vision uh, and a great challenge also uh, to those of us um, who uh, are looking ahead to the uh, the lifting of lockdown and what we can do to support those uh, near to us, those in our community and uh, and those we might come across. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much for, uh, uh, for talking Josh. to uh, us about the uh, uh, about the community, and we'd love to hear from uh, people what changes you have experienced as a result of the pandemic in your faith community. Um, are there any things that you've learnt where you'll be making changes when lockdown lifts? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. So contact us via the BibleFeed.org website. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Bible Feed podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. We're actually coming up to our first birthday. A couple more episodes and we'll reach that milestone. So we just wanted to say we've really enjoyed putting these episodes together. But we've also received some great feedback from you on the topics we've covered. All the episodes we've done, and looking back, we've covered all sorts of subjects. They're all on our webpage at biblefeed.org, or you can subscribe through Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, etc. If you've enjoyed them, please continue to give us your feedback on the website or on our Facebook page. Like and follow or subscribe. It helps other people to find us and share this journey of discovery of the Bible and faith together. We've got some great episodes planned for the next few months as well. Dan will be finishing off his exploring of Matthew's Gospel, and we'll soon be starting a series on the Book of Revelation. Not an easy part of the Bible to, to think about, but absolutely fascinating. So we hope you'll enjoy those. So thanks again for joining us, and we hope you'll stay with us on the journey. Mm-hmm.